Well, my passion for education is not diminished at all, but this year we, um, as, well, actually last year, we entered into a new structure for our school system with choosing or electing to be a charter system, and the implementation of that this past year has been a lot of changes in our school system with a, a new superintendent and some changes in leadership. But implementing the charter system, I think, is going to be an important component in taking us forward on our um, educational system in the community and would like to be a part of the full implement full implementation of that. Right, during step the us through year. what that is and what that means. And I, I, we could get lost in the weeds, or I could pretty quickly, so I'll, I'll need some guidance here. There are charter schools. There are charter school systems. There is a difference. What are we dealing with? There here? is a, a difference in that. And what we are is a charter system, which means that all the schools in the system are uh, part of the charter for the system and not individual charter schools. But the good thing about that is there's so much innovation and interest in our neighborhood schools and bringing some of those insights and responsibilities down to the local level can really um, coalesce the interest in our in individual schools and their governance, how they manage their funds, what makes a difference in the achievement of the students in that school, what the needs are and how that differentiates from others and what they need to do to bring their students to the highest level of achievement. Carol Williams with this Clark County School Board member running for re-election. I've screamed about this for years. You've probably heard me. Uh, the, the whole, If I understand it correctly, the whole rationale for charters, be it a charter system or an individual charter school, is to make the local school district a little less subservient to state school regulations. You can speak to this from having served on the state school board prior to this. Uh, what we're told, people describe them in various ways. They're onerous, they're burdensome, over-regulatory, all of those state regulations that come down from Atlanta. And if you get yourself into charter school status or charter system status, you get out from underneath some of those regulations. My question has been for years, I've been screaming for years, why not change the regulations? And why not approach this from the state level? Well, I think it can be approached by the state level, Tim. But what I've heard so much of throughout the years is educators seem to talk about in educational systems why they can't do something mm -hmm. rather than speaking about what they need to do in order to do something. And you need to take that initiative at the local level. You know your students, you know your community, so speak up for that and not just always be against something, but concentrate on what you can do to make things happen in your school system. It's, it's so simple, but a lot of that is about leadership and what you're trying to do. And I would never apologize if you err on the side of what's right for children. Uh, so much also would require, and I've heard other you say this and other people in education say this, I've heard Dr. Means say this, that, that so much depends on parental buy-in and, and getting the parents involved in their students' education and their students' activities. One of the ways that manifests itself in these school councils, uh, each school has one now. What's the level of involvement there? Are those things fully staffed? Are they functional? Are they doing what we think they should be? doing? And Tim, you mentioned school councils, and that was under a, a previous um, legislative uh, initiative. Is that all the way back to 1187? I forget. It was a little bit after 1187 okay. mm -hmm. when um, a more definitive structure needed to be on the local level right. to substantiate what was going on in the schools and with school councils that are, were different than a PTA, right, right, so to right. speak. It was more involvement in right. 
the achievement and what was going on inside the schools, but now uh, they're local school governance teams, which okay. are part of the charter system. Right. And those actually are councils that, and the principal is part of that, and you do a deeper dive into what is going on in the, sco- in the local school as far as instruction, how the monies are spent, and that way you can drive down the looking into and the information you have on what is needed in a particular school and the local school governance teams can involve more parents they understand or they should reach out to see what is prohibiting more involvement of parental um, um, attendance at the Mm -hmm. school and working with their young people and working with their students and children and and have programs for parents as well it all depends on the needs of each local school in the community that attends that school, that surrounds that school. It's a great opportunity for schools to reach out and bring everyone together to support the achievement of our young people. But that, that's the way it's designed to work. Uh, is it working that way so far? And a relatively new into this, but uh, how's it working so far? Yeah, and it, we are very new into this, and there are some. And that's one thing the board will be looking at as we review our charter system, and we've got another meeting on that next week about where we are with the charter system and we have certain goals that the system has to meet improvement goals every year and we will be reviewing that as well carol williams with us on candidate for re-election to her seat on the clark county board of education got it right didn't i district seven district seven never remember those numbers Mm -hmm. Uh, where are you folks in the budget process right now it's budget season around here we have had the first of three public hearings on the budget and then the board will meet will be convening one additional time as a board to go over the budget again prior to approving it in June. Uh, anything to happen with the millage rate there? Is it still we still capped out in terms we're of what the school out. board can do with the millage that is rate? That's true. Yeah. Yes. So so no change there from no your change. end and then we're told from our friends on the Athens Clark County Commission no change in the millage rate there. Well, why did my tax bill go up because they reassessed your property uh, and your values went up. Back with more classics of today, a uh, candidate for re-election to the Clark County Board of Education Carol Williams. Uh, you also served as I said earlier on the state Board of Education. So you've seen this from that perspective, too. And there's always that, we were talking about this in, in the first segment there, that, that, I don't know if tension is the right word, although I guess it might be, between Atlanta and local schools all over the state, local school districts all over the state, uh, unfunded mandates and all the stuff that comes from Washington and all the stuff that comes from Atlanta. You were, to put it this way, responsible, if you will, for at least some of what came from Atlanta for a period of time where you're on that state school board. Watching it now and then serving from this vantage point, uh, what what is that? relationship and and how to improve it well I think you improve it by getting to know the people on on the Board of Education and other people it's it's a communication uh, back and forth there are plenty of opportunities on the state level for people to make a difference in policies and the work of the board on that level and so it's I just don't believe in criticizing something unless you're going to be speaking up in a positive way for change and developing those relationships. Use that phrase off the air a moment ago, drinking from a fire hose these days. You folks on the school board, a lot of a lot of work that's going on, a lot of moving parts, I'm sure. Uh, a couple of things. One is uh, the new superintendent. Uh, new, I guess, on the job now for, what, about a year? Uh, mm-hmm. that you guys were a able to do a, a little bit more than a year mm-hmm. for Dr. DeMond. What's that transition been like with Dr. Means? It's been very interesting. Dr. Means is a seasoned superintendent. He's worked with the board before. We've 
had a lot of interaction with a, a board of, or a team of 10 and developing those relationships and expectations and also delving into what he sees from his time here and looking into the operations of this district and the schools and bringing some recommendations and doing some organizational changes. Uh, where are these are the data I should carry around in my head? I don't know if you do or not. How many schools in the Clark County School District? 21. 21 schools, so close to a couple of thousand. In terms of facilities, I know up there on Oglethorpe Avenue, we're, we're working there, and then that one's ready to come online. Uh, in terms of facilities and facilities upgrades, what's needed uh, and where we might be looking next? Well, we can almost see the end of what's inside on some of our improvements. I think Hillsman is next, but a lot of the new schools that we've brought online are really wonderful uh, brick and mortar for education to take place. And there was a lot of maintenance on some of the older schools that needed to be done. So all that plan is in place to have all of our facilities. And uh, where are we? And again, this the things I should know. Uh, where are we in our speed loss cycle? We're in speed loss five. Wow. And how deep into it? When would the next one be if there is going to be a next one? There are, there's always a next one. When Tim, would it I be? think that would be four years from okay. now, probably. So, so still some, some distance mm-hmm. out on that. Uh, you mentioned also uh, a couple of audits that are in the school system examining itself in a couple of different cases, a couple of different places. Touch on these briefly. Uh, the, the Cedar Shoals rape case, uh, the notorious case in which the, the student at Cedar Shoals sexually assaulted during school hours at the school by students at the school. Uh, They're still working their way through our legal process. In terms of the school district itself, what does that audit tell us? Well, and I think we're at the end of the legal process on that, but an outside audit was conducted, both of that and the Michael Scott case, and it was announced last night that that is posted on the Clark County School District website. So Um, Some things have been redacted, names and whatever, Mm -hmm. but that is up there for all the public to take a look at. And we are still evaluating some changes that needed to be made in in the system because of those two audits. And we are so appreciative that the superintendent initiated that outside audit. That was something that needed to be done. And in transparency, I am glad it is out to the public now that they can take a look at that. Well, you know, that's what I remember most uh, from the specifically the the Cedar Shoals rape case was what it looked like at the time, and then we can agree to disagree maybe, but what certainly looked like at the time, a lack of transparency on the part of the administration in the Clark County. We didn't learn about it for a month after it happened, and we learned about it because of some work they did down there at the Athens Banner Herald in in uncovering the story, uh, literally a case in which students accused of raping another student were in school with other students for a couple of weeks uh, while their case was being handled by police here in Athens uh, and and we, the public, not knowing anything about it. That was my takeaway from that whole thing, uh, irrespective of of the uh, the horrible thing that happened to that young lady there. Uh, What has been done, what could be done moving forward to improve the transparency part of this? There have been a lot of protocols put in place. Oh, by that, the way, before you continue that answer, let me say, I'm not pinning this on you or any other member of the school board. You just happen to be the person who's sitting here answering the question right, this morning. And, so and I'm, I'm not blaming you for any all. of this. No, because uh, the board was a little bit out of the picture on, the, mm-hmm. on this one as far as knowledge as well as the public. We were no different in that. But there have been some protocols put in place and recommended from this report. And if people would go online and read those two and 
see some things that have been recommended to be put in place. And of course, since the new superintendent has been here, some of those communication issues have been changed a little bit too, that I, I would be very surprised if that happened again. And we do have a new police chief at the Clark County I School District. I saw that just this Mark week, Sizemore. Sizemore, yeah. And he brings just a great wealth of experience and expertise and knowledge of the community. Well, the problem there is that the Athens Clark County Police Department just lost a very good man. In, they in really Mark did. Sizemore. They uh, really did. And these the Clark County School Districts. And here quickly, the Michael Scott case. People will maybe not remember that one. Uh, summarize that one and, and tell us briefly about where that stands. Well, that is um, over as well. But that was a, a case of where an employee kept getting rehired that should not have been an acceptable candidate to be in the Clark County school system. And I think some protocols have been put in place, too, that there will be additional record-keeping and information shared that that would not happen again, hopefully. Fannin County School Board just last night, as we talked with Car uh, Carol Williams, Clark County School Board member. I'm sure you're hearing about this. The Fannin County School Board last night, Lawrence County School Board last week, uh, voting to allow teachers to arm themselves in their classrooms, uh, whether any avail themselves of the opportunity yet to be seen here. Uh, every school district in Georgia can make that decision, that state law. Has this even come up in the Clark County School Board? Uh, that issue has not come up with the school board. We are the superintendent has um, had an outside evaluation of the all the safety measures of the schools, and that report will be back soon, I hope, and we can just, and safety is something also that you always have to keep reviewing over and over again, depending on what is happening, and, and safety measures are different for every school, depending on their location, their access, and everything else, but we will review that report, and some recommendations will come. I'm sure. Where are you on that issue? If if it were up, if it were up for a vote last night, how would you have voted, or do you know? Um, I don't know. If it came up last night, of course, I would have voted no because mm. I, we don't have additional information. That's a huge step to take. Uh, in terms of school safety as it exists now, and it's been, a, a full disclosure here, been a few years since I've had the occasion to go into a school to get a kid out. Ours is now graduated from college and, and at work and all of that stuff. So my, my recollection, though, and this was as recently as 2011, 2012, uh, going down to Clark Central, it, it was frankly not the easiest place to access then. I, I, I hope we've hardened it even further since. I, what's your understanding of where school safety stands now? Well, we do have school resource officers, and with the uh, police department, I think communications between schools and the central office and the Clark County Police Department are pretty effective right now. So we can always improve, and we're looking forward again to that report to see what areas do need improvement and what recommendations will come. Now, 60 seconds left here. In terms of the campaign itself, uh, Lakeisha Gant, as we mentioned, had her in some weeks ago as, as your challenger in this race. Uh, the politics of this, this is not your first race. This will be your third term elected, uh, if you are elected, re-elected to a seat on the Clark County Board of Education. How goes the campaign? What's left over the next 11 days? Well, we'll be out there as much as possible and just talking to voters and getting input from voters on some of their concerns. You like this part of it? I wouldn't mind the more of this if <laughs> I had the time. It has been, <laughs> I was listening to a little bit of your conversation with the judge yeah. and 
and having a very intense profession and trying to to make time. But I'm trying to do as much as I can to to get out. And, yeah, out there trying to the sell houses too as a realtor here in Athens. But quickly, how's that market these days? It is something I've never seen before. It's got a shortage of inventory, of mm-hmm. course, and a lot of demand.